Welcome to the School of Health Radio Podcast, brought to you by 3ASOH.com. That's 3ASOH.com, and we are the School of Health Radio Podcast. We are excited to journey with you in this health-oriented podcast. This podcast is on the subject of health, all manner of health. What kind of health? All manner of health, physical health, mental health, spiritual health, and anything as it relates to health, health in the news. Because our lives are greatly affected by our health and the, and the good or bad health of others that are around us. And who am I? I am T. Christopher Smith, your host. I am the director of the Three Angels School of Health. I am a 20-year missionary veteran. I have been training missionaries for 20 years. I've been training medical missionaries for over 15 years. I'm a farmer by trade, a biological farmer. And lastly, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus and the people for whom he died. On to news. Fines are increasing for those who refuse to obey the coronavirus rules. As a matter of fact, in New York, fines have gone up to $1,000 now. In Baltimore, they are um, putting up a drone to capture pictures of the city to see who is keeping the um, stay-in-place orders and who is not. More stories are coming out about children who are suspected to have died from COVID-19. Along with that, the controversy over the use of hydroxychloroquine continues. One Los Angeles doctor who has been using it in treatments for his patients has seen his patients go from very ill to symptom-free in eight to 12 hours using hydroxychloroquine and zinc. This is the treatment that President Trump touted previously. Hydroxychloroquine is an anti-malarial drug and yet it's being cross-purposed to be used for COVID-19. Dr. Anthony Cardillo of Los Angeles, an ER specialist and CEO of Mend Urgent Care, said, every patient I prescribed it to has been very ill, very ill, and with eight, eight to 10 hours, excuse me, eight to 12 hours, they are basically symptom-free. In an interview, he said this in an interview with KBC TV. So clinically, I am seeing a resolution. Hydroxychloroquine opens the zinc channel, it is stated, allowing the zinc to enter the cell, which then blocks the, repu the re replication of the cellular machinery. Combining the drug with zinc has been the key to success. In other news, in disturbing news, China reportedly blocked exports of PPE, that is personal protective equipment, Beginning in January 2020, China, before COVID-19 became a global pandemic, began blocking exports of N95 respirator masks, gloves, goggles, and other critical personal protective equipment. This is reported in the New York Post. This information was given to the White House and to President Trump by executives from 3M and Honeywell. China was attempting, they say, to corner the market in PPEs, that is personal protective equipment. They, were, um, they would buy these items at wholesale rates, but then deny their ex, uh, their, uh, for them to be exported, restricting the exports of the same items. Official data posted online shows that they imported over 2.46 billion pieces of prevention and control materials between the 24th of January and the 29th of February. This is according to the White House. 
the gear, those 2.46 billion pieces, is valued at nearly $1.2 billion, including more than 2 billion masks and more than 25 million protective clothing items that came from countries in the European Union, Australia, Brazil, and Cambodia, the official said. Meanwhile, a significant portion of the materials or the PPE equipment that has been exported from China during that time period to countries battling COVID-19 outbreaks under the illusion of humanitarian consume has been faulty or just plainly did not work. Brothers and sisters, just a little, just it seems to me that we might actually be at war with China. Not an official war, but some kind of a cold war or maybe a warm war, but it's definitely a deadly war. If China, the, the very birthplace as it is reported, we have reported that it was being reported in 2015 by the Italians that the Chinese were working, they had video of Chinese um, uh, scientists working with bats and they were reported on Italian news, state news television agency that the Chinese were working with this coronavirus. They were working with bats and they were working with rats, excuse me, or mice, with rodents, and trying to combine it as a means of defending their nation. Well, it's very easy to take something that is supposed to be a defensive weapon and turning it into an offensive weapon or even losing uh, control over it. And so what's happening here is very frightening because because if you count this along with over the last two years in the, Chow, uh, the South China Sea, America and China have been having a war of words and testing exchanges with our uh, naval ships. As a matter of fact, several of our naval ships have been uh, disabled either by uh, uh, other ships that have run into our ships. Uh, ships that it says have been controlled by cyber warfare. These are the tanker vessels. So I don't know if we are at war with China, but China is not acting as a nation that has anyone's best interest but its own. In other news, the White House's model for deaths related to coronavirus has been downgraded, praise the Lord. It is reported now that 750,000 people, three quarters of a million people traveled from China directly to the U.S. since the outbreak. And almost 400,000, that's 380,000, traveled in January alone. New York is set to bury COVID-19 victims in a local park if the death toll does not slow down, they say. In another news piece, China is attempting to leverage stockpile of medical equipment to get other countries to use their Huawei 5G infrastructure. Now, the Huawei 5G infrastructure has been denied use by the American government, specifically its intelligence services, saying that it, is, um, it has already in it spyware installed. 
and it would be easily hacked from the Chinese government because Huawei or Huawei, I don't know how to pronounce it, forgive me, 5G equipment is partially controlled or is it, it is a military um, part of the government. And so um, this is an issue. I don't know exactly what's going on, but just from the news reports, you know, the, this pandemic may, may not be the worst thing that we deal with. Other news from the UK. The UK government believes that COVID-19 came from a Chinese lab. It may be that China will start to feel or is starting to feel as if they are being backed into a corner. Now, we spoke uh, recently about the issues of evolution and uh, creation. Those who believe in the creator God or intelligent design and those who don't believe that there was a God and that everything happened by accident, that somehow there was a big bang or somehow there was some cataclysmic event and through billions and billions of years that there was a development that something came from nothing. Well, it seems to me that what's happening now is those two ideologies are coming head to head. And in America, we have uh, a good half of our po population that believes that there was no intelligent design. And this part of the population also believes that live and let live, let everyone have their own way, unless you do believe in intelligent design, then they don't believe that you should have a right to society. They believe that the government should be in control. And, and I am not, you know, this, I'm not trying to get into the political part because this is a health-oriented show, but these things give the backdrop for the issues that are associated with health. We are in a difficult situation when much of what we need to fight a pandemic is coming from the country in which the pandemic aroused, I mean, arose. We are in a difficult situation when you have to ask for help to a country whose stated aim is to defeat you and become the sole world power. We are in a very difficult situation as a nation. Our manufacturing process, which was developed in this nation, has been given over to a nation that does not have our principles or even anywhere near our belief structure. And even though our belief structure is severely under, under assault in this nation, um, the, there is a, the political party, one political party believes, and in their platform, that there is no God. And that God does not have a place in the political process. Now, I'm not pushing God in the political process. And, and I believe that if someone else's vision of God and should not decide mine. And I, I'm okay with that. But what I'm saying is that um, one half of our, our populace, or at least the leadership of that one half of the people that, that vote for that party, have similar ideals than, that, than do the, I mean, as do the Chinese. And so we're fighting a fight with half, with one of our arms tied behind our back, and that would be the, the left arm. And because 
the stakes are so high, this global pandemic has the ability to cause death on a wide scale. And if this is not the only one, if there were others, let's say something else comes behind this. If this is a war and this is the first volley or this thing, you know, uh, this COVID-19, we're told has many strains. I heard there, there are eight strains of this thing. And some people who are getting it and recovering are becoming sick again because of other strains. Many people who are getting it are not having any symptoms or illness at all. Others are having severe and the death rate is far, far lower than was first predicted. However, they are now coming out and saying that there is another wave coming. Meaning that once we get over this hump, once we get past this first wave, that this is just that a first wave. Coronavirus is the gift that keeps on giving. And if there are eight strains, there could be eight waves. I'm just using practical math. And some could be stronger than others. And can you imagine how devastating it would be to be to get sick, to recover and then get sick again and pass away? from the same thing that you fought already because of very, because there's a difference in strains. You know, as I consider these things and as I, I think about these things and, and how our country has been, our world has been turned upside down in just a matter of a few months. Our economy, as strong as it was, is now in shambles in the sense that, yes, it can still recover, but there are many people who have lost their jobs. And many of these very small mom and pop places where the majority of our jobs come from, our, the majority of our jobs don't come from Walmart and the majority of our jobs don't come from, you know, Rite Aid or any of these large employers. The majority of the jobs in this nation come from individuals who take a chance at a dream, who believe that hard work and determination can make that they can make it. And, and many of them immigrants. And, and we have a wonderful society when it comes to these things. We don't have everything perfect. It's difficult for many people. So don't misunderstand. But among all peoples and among all nations, this is of the greatest of them all. And that is why here in this nation, the opportunity for wealth and the opportunity for health is greater. You know, as we look at the issues with China, as we look at the issues regarding the PPEs, the personal protective equipment, as we look at the fact that China in the, in the, in the two months ago, excuse me, three months ago now, before all of this, they had been battling this thing since fall of last year. They knew about it and they were keeping it quiet. And then I understand they were just trying, maybe they're trying to get a handle on it. You know, maybe try to give them benefit of the doubt, even though they are communist and that just, 
that goes it goes without saying that that communists have no are not honest they don't believe in the Ten Commandments they don't believe in telling the truth not that people who do believe in it always tell the truth but this is not even an issue for them and so they've been battling this thing since October and it was notified in October, November, and then they were battling it in December. And in January, they had gotten a political hold of it. And by January, they had decided that they were going to buy up the N95 masks. And they were going to buy up all the PPE equipment, not because they needed it all in their country, but so that it, they would have the advantage. It was just a move. It was a, a political, it was a financial, financially calculating move. But they were doing this all the while denying the human to human transmission of this disease. Yes, yes, I know that there are those who I've been sent to, on, on social media, I've been sent to things saying that that none of this has anything to do with coronavirus. It is all 5G. I've heard that. Listen, I don't know. But it is interesting that those people that are saying that, and the, guess what? This, all of these things, the virology lab where uh, coronavirus um, uh, met with, you know, the, the bats and the mice or, you know, how all of those things were combined. It's that same place where they're testing the 5G. I get it. I, you know, listen, I don't know the answers. I don't live in China. I'm not sure. I can only go off what's reported. But you and I are in a place where we have to make decisions on what we're going to do. And this crisis has given us an opportunity to see what kind of people we are. You know, every nation right now is being tested. You know, and friends are being tested. You know, uh, Canada is lashing out um, at uh, the U.S. because the U.S. has blocked millions of N95 masks from going out. Now, Taiwan just offered a couple, uh, a couple of days ago for, to give the United States 2 million N95 masks. And they're giving different countries in the world 10 million masks of that, the 2 million going to the U.S., and the news we read, we read earlier is that many of the masks that, and the other equipment they're getting from China is actually a poor value that it's, it's breaking down or not working at all. But friends are being tested. Systems of government are being tested. And those who love authoritarianism are liking what they're seeing how China and and some of these authoritarian states, you know, Iran and others are, are handling these things because, because they're maybe welding the doors shut on people so that they can't get out. And, and, you know, and how they're handling their dead, they're just burning them. They're not burying them in a park like they're talking about in New York. But for those who love freedom and who want health, but they don't want to give up all of their liberty in order to have security because they remember something, some founder in of the United States, uh, Ben Franklin, saying that those who give up their liberty for security deserve neither and will have neither. 
But fear makes us want to do things because we're afraid. Many people don't even know anyone that has COVID-19. But people still ran the, and, and got the toilet paper and, and bought up all the bottled water and, and bought up. It had nothing to do with our infrastructure and whether or not our paper mills would work or whether or not we would have enough uh, of water. There's nothing happened to the water supply. There's nothing happened to the food supply. And many people don't understand the logistics of how our food supply system works. But they do understand, okay, we get a lot of things from China. China's an issue. Maybe we're not getting enough. But in this world economy, you're getting things from all over the world. The ships are working. The trucks are working. The trains are working. Even though there was the other day the report of a man on a train that tried to wreck into a ship. And I don't know how he thought that was going to work out, but he didn't even get close. He was 250 yards away, but I don't even know how a ship hit a train hits a ship, but that's a whole nother thing. You know, health, mindset, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What kind of mind will you have? Will you think like the Chinese? And the Chinese people are, many of them, very lovely people. I'm not talking about the people, I'm talking about the government. And yes, I understand that many people feel offended from one to another. But you really are, we really are at a place where we have to make some very serious decisions. We're about to take our break. And I am grateful to uh, announce that this podcast is being supported or brought to you by 3ASOH.com. That's 3ASOH.com. 3ASOH.com is a health education platform. 3ASOH.com is your home for health education with upcoming courses like how to boost your immune system, overcoming stress and depression, water therapy or healing with water, food therapy or healing with food, massage for life, healing with herbs, mind cures, growing healing foods, 3ASOH.com for all your health education needs. That is 3ASOH.com. Courses coming very soon. I want to give you something today. I want to give you our scripture of the day. Our scripture of the day is on health, as I always uh, endeavor to do to give uh, individuals, um, to give you something that is full of hope, full of encouragement, you know, full of help. If you will receive it, I will give it. And this scripture is taken from the book of Psalms, Psalms 103, and it's three verses, the first three verses, Psalms 103, verse 1, 2, and 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Amazing promise. David is speaking about the fact that God is willing and able and desirous of healing us of our diseases. 
Well, if he's going to heal us from the diseases, he must want to heal us from the cause of the disease and not just the, the result, which is the disease. Some time ago, when we had a, um, a question from Facebook, Michael had asked, uh, what is disease? And I read to him a quote that I found that I really enjoyed. It said, disease is an effort of nature to free the system from the, from the results. Oh, man, I, I'm messing it up. Disease is an effort of nature to free the system of, uh, from, conditions. from conditions that result from the violation of the laws of health. I got help from our producer, Danny, there. Thank you. Disease is the result, not the cause. To fight the disease, you have to fight the cause. And, and we were talking, we've been talking recently about evolution versus creation. In evolution, the thing that you see that in evolution, when, when you take one species and blend it with another, you don't elevate the species, you destroy both. Because the barrier of separation is broken down. Whenever you break down a wall that is there to protect two sides, what you end up doing is destroying both sides. You know, it's interesting when you, um, you know, when, when you, you take an apple, you know, we, I, we were cleaning out our garage uh, in our home and, and we had some apples that had been picked and they were in the garage where it was cool but one of the apples or some of the apples has started to go bad. And you know, sometimes when an apple may fall to the ground and somebody will pick it up or if it drops or it gets bruised, then that apple turns, uh, it, it, it starts to rot in that area where it was dropped. And, as, and when that apple is sitting next to another apple and the other apple is perfectly healthy and perfectly delicious and perfectly good, that bad apple will affect the good apple. And this is what happens, how walls are broken down. That which is bad is connected to that which is good, and you don't elevate them both making them good. You actually end up destroying both. And when you're talking about the issues of evolution versus creation, and you're dealing with the thing called intel intelligent design, and when you're looking at these things and, and when you believe that it is okay to blend things that didn't go together that aren't, wouldn't naturally cross. You know, uh, uh, a man should never marry his pet pig. Pet pigs are disgusting. I know some of you might love them. I think Wilbur, you know, is a, is a cute movie, Charlotte's Web or, or Babe or all those things. Oh, yeah, the pig is cute when they're little. When I used to live in California many, many, many years ago, I lived in an area called um, River Park. It was over by the river, of course, right near uh, the University of Sac State. I think my roommate went to Sac State at the time. And so we lived over there, and our, our neighbor across the street from us, she had this pig. And it was her pet. It was like a dog. And it was super cute when it was little, but, oh, man, when it got to be, you know, 300 pounds, it wasn't so cute anymore. And she would take it for a walk like a dog, and pigs are very, very smart. And so, you know, 
when you take something, and I apologize for my pig story. I just, it, I, it, I digressed. I just remembered the pig, that somebody had a pet pig that lived in their house like it was a dog. It didn't play fetch. It ate. And I, I guarantee, yeah, anyway. So anyway, so when you're talking about evolution versus creation, and you're talking about intelligent design, you talk about natural science, we talked about Darwin, we talked about his book, The Origin of the Species, which the original title was, The Origin of the Species for the Preservation of the Favored Races. And you see that evolution is racism. Evolution is spiritualism. Evolution is based in hatred, not inclusiveness. Evolution is based in the desire to have one or some be rich and others poor. Evolution has its origins in death and not life. And so when you look at this, these circumstances, you know, and you're asking yourself the question, is China at war with the United States? Well, they are at war with us, and they believe that they can defeat us, but they can't defeat us head to head. They want to defeat us, you know, maybe by releasing a global pandemic. I don't know. It's amazing that more people in America are affected by it. And it's probably because of our system of government. And because we're a free people, literally free, we're not bound, we're not controlled, we're not told where we can go. We don't need uh, permission to leave one town to go visit another town. That's communism. That's, that's wickedness. And we have not moved down that road yet. There are people who want to take us down that road who are communist-minded, socialist-minded. But right now we're in a free nation. And because of this freedom and liberty, when those 750,000 different individuals came to us in the last two months from China, seven hundred and fifty thousand have mercy let us take a break this ad or this podcast has a supporter as a matter of fact you may want to know who that supporter is and i'll tell you it is you you may want to know how you can become a partner in health education with the school of health radio well, you can go to PayPal, PayPal's website, go to paypal.com and enter the PayPal Me School of Health. That is paypal.me forward slash school of health. Starting at just $5 a month or more, you can help bring health to the world. This will support this health broadcast. Please join us by becoming a monthly contributor. That is paypal.me forward slash school of health, no spaces, school of health radio. An identity crisis. And it's not really a crisis. It's, you know, one of the things I see that's happening in our country is, is that we have been having a social civil war is what I've noticed. And, 
and it's and it, the determination. When you talk about health care, I remember when uh, the last president before this president that we have now uh, implemented in 2009, and in the middle of the night, in the middle of the holiday uh, uh, season, I think it was uh, December 24th, uh, in the middle of the night, they went and they passed what was to be called Obamacare. And when they went and passed Obamacare, the majority of people didn't want it. But there were those who said, we know what's better than you. We want to give it to you. And they had been said, well, you know, you're going to be able to keep your physician. You're going to be able to, you're going to save $2,500 a year. Well, both of those things proved to be lies. Many people lost their physicians and many people's uh, rates went up over $2,000, most close to the $2,500. So it was a $5,000 swing in healthcare costs. And some people, uh, some extra people got insured at the cost of the state. And many of the exchanges that they established ended up closing. Many of the insurance companies said that this is not feasible. And then it came out that one of the architects of the whole Obamacare thing, the Affordable Care Act, which was not the right name to be given it, that they had given it a poison pill. They wanted it to fail so that they could bring in universal health care, which now Bernie Sanders is pushing. And they're talking about the requirements that we have to take care of each other. But, you know, the best thing to give somebody health is. Is where they can provide it for themselves. No one is going to take as good good care of any individual as that individual themselves and their own family members. And our health care system has worked best in the world because of liberty. But the more you take liberty away and then you take and put in force in its place, you lose. Right now, we are in a place to where the government is working with the private sector. And as the government works with the private sector, the private sector is, is, is getting permissions to do things that they would never allow to be done in, outside of an emergency. And so in this sense, the emergency is working against us. And yes, it is true that, that many times there is too much red tape, but there needs to be some tape. We are not to give our health over to corporations. Corporations are, in many ways, a lot worse than governments because their motive is purely, they have no one to answer to but their stockholders or you know whoever it is that owns the company. And so long as they're making money, they don't care about how they make the money. And so for you and I, if we would have health, then there is the politics of health. There is the, uh, the science of health. You know, are you going to require somebody to take poisons that are against their, um, 
their personal beliefs to protect everyone else. And really, I see us at a crossroads, at a, at a, at a very important place in history. And it's very easy to cross a line, but it's very difficult to go back from that line that's been crossed. Evolution, the mindset of evolution is the mindset of selfishness. Me first. Because survival of the fittest means that children and older people don't matter as much as those who are who can work and provide for themselves justify your existence they used to say to the state justify your costs well if you're born and you're born with a, a degenerative disease or you're born with a, a weakness you're born with spina bifida if you're born with uh, you know uh, down syndrome or you're born and, and listen these individuals are not bad for society. These, matter of fact, these individuals make society better. If you've ever had any experience with someone who has a disability, a childhood disability, very many times that individual calls forth from you a compassion that you may not have even known existed. This happened in my life. One of my grandmothers had a home for disabled children and youth. And because I love my grandmother and I would go there to visit, we would go there and visit my grandmother. And because of these young, these young people, these, these, these children, these youth, and, and many of them older, this is where I learned to do sign language. This is where I learned uh, how to, to communicate with people outside of physical language because many of them couldn't talk. You know, when you have someone who is weak, that weak individual should call forth your sympathy. We should not destroy them because they're not strong enough. But the strong ought to support the weak. That's my belief structure. And the American belief structure, the reason why we are shut down as a nation is, is, not to, is to protect those who are weaker than us. We're, we're protecting those who are um, not able. You know, our older generation, we want to preserve them. Our younger generation. When we remember that, it's easier. It's easier to suffer. It's easier to give up. Because we believe that all lives matter. Black, white, old, young, sick, and healthy. We should try to save them all. But if we become Chinese-minded, dragon-minded, the only ones we'll try to save is ourselves. Our broadcast, School of Health Radio broadcast, can be found at anchor.fm forward slash School of Health Radio. You can find them on Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Google Podcast. Uh, uh, where you get your podcast or wherever you find your podcast. Just search for School of Health Radio. Again, School of Health Radio broadcast can be found at anchor.fm forward slash School of Health Radio. Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Google, or wherever you find your podcast. 
So. It's interesting to me that the older generation is more likely to believe in the truths of the word of God or the Bible and more likely to have, be, uh, have faith and to go to church than the younger generations. As a matter of fact, there's an epidemic of young people being raised in Christian or faith, faith-filled houses and leaving them, especially when they go to college. And the older generation who is, and, and, and those who are, have weakened immune systems are many of these who believe in a higher power. They believe in an outside force that has the ability to help, to create, to restore, to heal. Those individuals are the ones at risk. You know, those who are young enough in college and they want to go to the beach and, and they just want to party because they're like, this doesn't affect us. And a few of them are being affected, but primarily those who have some kind of underlying health issue. And our nation has decided that we will give our best to save the rest. Because it's been said that let us have health by choice and not by chance. Let us be in a healthy, be wise and be encouraged. This is School of Health Radio brought to you by 3ASOH.com. We want to thank our producer, Danny Ventura. And we want to thank all of you for joining us. And we encourage you, if you're watching us on YouTube, to click the subscribe button and to push the bell that says notifications. Just click subscribe and push the bell for notifications so that you can be notified of future episodes of this podcast. Again, this is School of Health Radio. God bless, and we'll see you next time.